Hello, welcome to another episode of Conscious Healing with Randall Wegener. Blessings to all of you and welcome to another episode. I hope this year has been a wonderful blessing to all of you. And for the adventurous times that you had, may you be able to see the truth of the blessings that are in the experiences that we do have. Um, They sometimes are quite hidden, but it's important to be able to recognize the gifts um, in those hiding spots and wherever they are. Because life is about blessings. Life is about being given light at all times. Today's episode is how to protect yourself from darkness and some of the beginning mistakes we make. Because there is such a, a prevalence of darkness out there. We have to learn to protect ourselves. So understanding, you know, a lot of the you know, beginning mistakes are just like, okay, um, I'm circled with white light and I'm protected, so therefore nothing can bother me. But that's not true. You know, just because we, in our mind, create this boundary around us of light doesn't necessarily guarantee that it's going to keep out the dark. The reason I'm saying that is it has to come from a soul place. It has to come from a heart place, not an intellect place. When you're connected to the oneness of God, it comes from your heart and soul, not from your intellect and thoughts. So thinking you're protected isn't necessarily going to create the protection. It'll create the illusion of protection. But if you come from your heart and soul, praying to God and Jesus, asking them to create a hedge of their divine light around you, those are ways of protecting ourselves. We, you know, we don't. The average person doesn't take this dark, the darkness, the dark side, very serious. You know, they they see the news or stuff like that, and always it's well, it's happening over there. It's not happening to me. But as I said before, the darkness has been very prevalent. It's kind of hides everywhere. And, You know, even in, like our houses, if there's a lot of clutter and stuff stacked and piled all over the place, that blocks the movement of chi, energy. That creates a stagnation of energy. That's where darkness exists. That's where darkness hides. Because light can't get into those places as easy. So darkness then resides in those places. So by keeping our spaces clean and open, so, you know, in Chinese um, philosophy, there's something called feng shui, and that's Chinese geometry of laying out your space correctly so energy, the qi, can flow smoothly through the the space, Um, which I always recommend feng shui. It's a wonderful thing. Um, But so that's one way of, of working with the darkness is, just keep your space clean. Keep it open and moving. Having lights, um, windows, so light, natural light that can come in. The more light that comes in and the more open the space is, 
the less darkness can exist. And those may seem like, seem like small, trivial things, but they really do make a, a big difference. You know, sometimes the dark energy waits for us to, to come back home, and then it'll really tax our energy. It'll really, we feel really tired. We don't feel so good. We just have to lay down. And a lot of times that's the darkness taking a lot of energy from us, you know, because our our light body is still trying to battle or dance with the darkness and it takes a lot of energy sometimes to do that there is truly a war of light and dark going on in this planet at this present time that we exist and we have to be aware of that the gates from the dark the depths of the dark have been opened and there's so there's a lot more again prevalence of darkness going on you can see you know planet-wide all the chaos that is going on in different places and the the power-hungry entities and control and dominating people and it's all part of the darkness but light always wins over dark so we have to make sure that we're clear about that of raising our light as bright as we can possibly raise it so we can protect ourselves from the darkness and help protect others so every thought you think every word you speak creates an energy it sends a message out into the universe a lot of times we speak and think in negative ways our thought patterns are that and we project that and that goes out in the universe and that's what comes back to us you cannot send something out into the universe and receive something else different. The universe does not have a sense of humor. When I say universe, I mean all the energy field that exists around us. There's many, many universes and the expanse of all that exists. It doesn't have a sense of humor. So if you think something or say these negative jokes, but think of it in a, you know, oh, that's just a joke you're still sending that energy out there, so you have to be very careful in what you say. If you've said something that you didn't mean, make sure that you clarify it and put the correct energy out to clarify what you've said and done. That is very important that there's that balance. It's very, very important that we stay focused at all times on thinking positive, feeling positive, acting positive. And the more we can get away from the thinking process as a whole, the easier it becomes. People say, well, I have to think. Yes, you do have to think. But if you exist in a state of awareness, awareness will guide you to have the thoughts necessary to do what you need. But it comes from a divine place of awareness, our intuition. Our intuition will send a message. Our brain registers it we then engage but what happens most times is we our intuition will appear and we'll discount it and spend a lot of time trying to figure out the answer that we had initially when our intuition told us the correct answer because intuition is is divinely driven it's god communicating to us the divine christ energy working with us so we have to stay in a state of receptivity for the light and for these experiences 
So understanding that to really connect with God is how to really connect or to protect yourself from the darkness. God is the ultimate protector of all light. You will never be hurt if you're in connection with divine consciousness, purely, holy. You're protected. Your light is so bright the darkness can't hurt you. They will get burnt. So that's your goal is to be able to raise your divine consciousness to such a high vibration of light that darkness will no longer be able to affect you in any way. We need messengers of light. We need divine beings of light. And if everybody turns their light on to the brightest light that they can possibly turn it on to, we will battle back this darkness. And we will push them back and close the gates of the darkness. And we will be protected and live in a peace and harmonious life. This is all very possible. There will always be a certain existence of darkness as a sense of balance, but it will not be a dominating one. Like right now, the dark forces are out to conquer all. We'll be able to have light where the light will be the dominant force that will be able to to guide people with love. And we're moving into the, the higher dimensions. We exist in the third dimension. We're moving into the fourth dimension. And with the fourth dimension, we're, it's a dimension of love. So there'll be a lot more, there are higher vibrations, a lot more light present with that. So with that will come peace. So in the transition, those that can turn their light bright and those that can connect with God at a soul level of really opening your heart and pure love to God, you'll transition into the next dimension smoothly and easily. Those that have resistance or don't surrender their heart to God, to the light, to the divine, will have more of a struggle in the transition. It's our resistance to the truth because that's what God is. That's what light is. Light is the truth. We have to just surrender our mind, our body, our spirit, everything to the truth, to the divine, to the creator God of all light, divine father. And to fill ourselves with the Christ energy. Jesus was a messenger. Jesus showed us what it was like to exist in human form with God's energy, God's light the Divine Father inside the body of a human being. As I've said before, God's awareness of love created God. The awareness of God created humans. So as humans, we have to be aware. Our existence is the awareness of God. So therefore, being very connected with God allows the human experience to be much more pure, much more at peace, like Jesus's was. It wasn't always peaceful on the outside, but inside there was. He had a sense of trust, surrender to his Father. He was the greatest example we have. And there's different religions have different uh, teachers. You know, Buddha, Krishna, 
Gandhi, I mean, there's the, the Dalai Lama currently, they're all conduits of divine light. They've all embodied that understanding of the awareness of God and the awareness of love. And so therefore they can live this divine experience in human form. It's those that don't understand the human form that or don't understand, excuse me, the connection with divine struggle with this human existence because it's it's part of the balance. You know, it's we have to understand the true father, the true creator, and connect with the origin of who we came from, where we came from, not who, but where we came from in order to really understand our existence on this planet, to under, understand the journey that we have here. We get so caught up in the third dimensional reality that we exist in, you know, buying stuff, our clothes, our cars, our houses, you know, going places, watching movies, eating food, drinking alcohol, you know, those are all third dimensional experiences. And we get so caught up in doing that that we forget that all of those are shiny objects distracting us from God doesn't mean you can't do them but don't get caught up in the external experience of what's going on come from a place of internal light of groundedness of peace inside while you're doing all of that but what most people do is they get caught up in the shiny objects and they live outside of themselves it's how they look, what they do, where they go. Those are all the things that really are important to them. And that's what they think life is about. Making lots of money, buying lots of nice things. You know, and it makes it fun in the third dimensional experience, but that's not what it's all about. Again, that's more of a concern of what can I do, not who can I be. And the only thing important in life is being the truest to yourself that you can be of understanding who you are if you truly know who you are as the divine soul that you are then your journey is very easy you're not encumbered by all the the distractions and the emotions and the thoughts and traumas and dramas you have an understanding of awareness that you are aware of things happening in your life. You're aware of experiences that take place. But you are no, none of those. You are not your thoughts. You are not your actions. You're not your words. You're, you're the awareness of that. But your thoughts, your words, and your actions create an energetic frequency that creates an experience that the physical being of you has to experience. You manifest it through what you say and what you think. So to stay in harmony with the soul, you align your words and your thoughts with that of the divine. You speak clearly and truly from the heart. You don't speak bad about people. You don't you know, gossip or say negative things. You only speak God's truth. Within the truth comes wisdom. With wisdom comes simplicity. You can live a very simple life. You can live a, a much easier journey. When I say very simple life, I don't mean all your bills go away and you're sitting on the beach drinking pina coladas all the time. I mean everything that you do, you do with a sense of internal peace. 
there's this contentment and happiness inside that nothing else really matters. Sure, don't have enough money to take a big vacation. Well, it's okay. You know, we'll always have what we need as long as we, again, are connected with God, the Divine Father. He will always provide us with abundance. We have to learn how to receive it. So all of these things are very important in dancing with the darkness. Because the darkness can be, as I said, very powerful. Sometimes the darkness can go so far as possessing people. It can actually take control over their mind and their actions. And cause people to do things that they normally wouldn't do. Um, so it's, I had a very, very dear friend commit suicide because he was possessed. And for that, I am, my heart is very sad because it was not him. So, you know, be clear on, you know, watching yourself, watching others. You see others change dramatically. And if you think that they've had connections with the darkness, then this is something that needs to be addressed. There are people out there that can exercise the demons out. They can, you know, um, sage. There's, you know, holy people that can truly separate the the darkness, the demonic entities, the people that have been possessed, removing that from them. So it's important to to watch how subtle or how dramatic darkness can be. Um, so the world's got lots of examples of darkness out there at this present time. But, you know, it can be just something very simple and subtle by you know, somebody saying something that irritates us. They could have just like shooting an energy arrow of darkness to us, trying to break down our, our shield, weaken us so the dark can come flooding in. And in times of overwhelm and emotional distress, sometimes that creates a weakness in our force field or energy field and the darkness comes in. So again, be very clear on what you invite and attract to yourself and very clear on what you send out and project. You know, sometimes ignorance is bliss. You I know, mean, if we don't know all this stuff, it's like, oh, these are just random experiences in life. But when you really understand the dance of the light and the dark, you understand how you create most of the dark experiences you have, you've created them. And again, it's really watching your thoughts and watching the patterns of your thoughts create so much darkness in those alone. The, the dwelling on the past, the fear of the future, the overwhelm, the stress, all of that is darkness and so we have to be very clear on keeping our mind focused on the light and for some you know that's just doing mantras um, you know I love God I love God whatever it is um, the mantra is for you I'm one it, it again the specifics of the mantra aren't important just do something that brings you to God 
the light and distracts you from the darkness. Whenever the, the dark light or the dark, excuse me, patterns try to push away the light, just bring in more light and that will push away the darkness. And what's really important is consistency. You have to be very, very consistent and focused on doing this um, because that's repetition is the key. You know, the darkness will see you do it, you know, once or twice and say, yeah, I'll just wait for them. They'll get tired and stop doing it and then I can come back. No, you have to do it all the time. And some people say, well, that's a lot of work. Well, it's way more work to battle the darkness than it is to keep up your guard of light. That's way easier. So just keep focused on the light. Keep focused on your state of prayer. You know, it's, I've said this many times, but it's, you know, so often in our culture, people go, well, I'm going to go meditate. You know, so they escape the reality of their day-to-day stuff for a period of time. They go do the meditation. Then they come back to life. But every moment of every day is the meditation. There's no exceptions, no exemptions to that. You have to stay consistent with thoughts of light, actions of light, being representatives, conduits, examples of God's divine love all of the time. It isn't a a nine to five or a, you know, just during the weekdays. You know, so often, you know, when I would go to I grew up Catholic and I'd go to church and I would see people in church and, you know, they were acting all holy for an hour and then I would see them outside of church on other days and they weren't acting acting very holy. So, again, hypocrisy. People think that if they just show up once a week or just do a occasional meditation that that's the answer to everything. It's not. It's devotion and focus to being one with God at all times, every day non-stop he is the center core of everything and every experience everything that you do comes off of, out of that but he, the divine is the origin of all experiences everything in your life it makes it so much easier and so much more beautiful to have that experience and a lot less work takes a lot of work to stay in this confusing intellectual thought-based world you know but even for me doing research for acupuncture if I do it with divine love in my heart it's a very fun experience I'm led to find things that I probably never would have found because my energy is different and remembering that staying in, in harmony with that of always staying connected it's just so beautiful it makes everything so much easier no matter what it is that you do so don't fear the darkness darkness thrives on fear be aware of darkness protect yourself from darkness but do not fear darkness itself because again fear creates a weakness The darkness feeds on fear and weakness. It makes it harder to get rid of them. So just be aware of the darkness, but be conscious of divine love. Send lots of light and love and push the darkness away. 
Do not ever fear it. Because then that just gives it more power. So it's about understanding the balance of energy. But never surrender your energy. Always stay present with your energy when you're working with darkness. You know, for some people, they get seduced by the power of the darkness. But it's an illusionary power of a temporary um, illusion of power for eternal suffering. You know, whereas with the light, it's a little bit harder work now and more focus and dedication for eternal peace and bliss. So I think that's a better option. Well, thank you all very much for listening and blessings to all of you. Hopefully next year will be another great year of abundance as we wind down to the end of 2022. So may 2023 be a year of peace, tranquility, of an awareness of the light of the divine in all of us. May our hearts open to experience love, both giving and receiving. It is just as important to receive love as it is to give love. Allow yourself to unconditionally give and receive love. Surrender to the divine and attract the abundance and receive the abundance that the divine will always provide you. Thank you all for being you. Enjoy being you. And blessings. Happy holidays to all of you. Bye.